Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul thirst this morning, Lord. Lord, I'm glad to come into your presence again this morning. I'm glad to give you glory and praise again this morning. Thank you, Lord, because this is the day that you made. Your word says you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we thank you for the benefits that you load us again with today. We thank you for your blessings that are poured out afresh upon us. We give you all the glory and the praise. We magnify you as Jehovah. We magnify you as the one who is I am. You are I am, the Lord, our healer, Jehovah Rapha. You are I am, O God. You are everything to us. So we magnify you, King of glory. We magnify you, Lord of lords. We magnify you this morning, ancient of days. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we read our Bibles again this morning, we ask, Lord, that you speak to us once again in your word. Help us to learn in your presence and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our reading, study, and commentary of the New Testament. Yesterday we stopped on Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, Jesus had just healed on the Sabbath. Matthew chapter 12, verse 14. Jesus healed on the Sabbath, and we had a few um, words to say about that yesterday. I want to say a big thank you to everyone joining in this morning. Uh, God bless you. Today we will complete Matthew chapter 12, and of course take Matthew chapter 13. That way we got one chapter, all right? So Jesus here in Matthew chapter 12 continues to argue with the Pharisees. Remember that he had been accused before of, of casting out demons by the help of the prince of demons, Beelzebub. Yes, that accusation continues, continues here. Please get your Bibles. Let's read this morning. Matthew chapter 12, we start reading from verse 15. Since but Jesus knew what they were planning, so he left that area. He knew what they were planning. He had just finished healing the man on the Sabbath. They were planning to arrest him because the very reason why they asked him whether it was right, you know, to to work on the Sabbath, they were going to arrest him for the sole reason of just saying, ah. Uh, it is okay to do good on the Sabbath or to help somebody on the Sabbath. For just that, they were willing to arrest him. Now, 
he had even healed somebody on the Sabbath. However, he, he turned it on them. <laughs> he turned the tables on them. Because he, he turned it as an argument over whether it was, it was right to do good or to show mercy to somebody. Of course, they could not respond. Now, they wanted to arrest him. So he knew, but Jesus knew what they were planning. So he left that area and many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them. Many people followed him and he healed all the sick among them. But he warned them, he warned them not to reveal who he was. He warned them not to reveal who he was. This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. What was the prophecy of Isaiah that was fulfilled? He said, look at my servant, verse 18, whom I have chosen. He is my beloved, who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nation. I hope you realize that these were the very words that were spoken at the baptism of Jesus. When God, when a voice from heaven, God speaking, the God the Father speaking, says, This is my son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Isaiah says, He is my beloved who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him. So you understand why the Holy Spirit descended in the form of a dove, right? And he will proclaim justice to the nation. 19. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering, flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious. And his name will, his name, his name will be uh, the hope of all the world. I think it was NIV that says his name will be the hope of the nations. The hope of the nations. This is Isaiah chapter 42 from verse 1 to 4. Okay? But if you were reading reading the Greek version, okay, you might probably see this more in, in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 4. But this is Isaiah chapter 42 from verse 1 to 4. Okay? His name will be called the hope of the world. Hallelujah. Next, Jesus is accused of, of, of being possessed by demons. See, then a demon-possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. This man was blind and dumb. The last person Jesus healed was also dumb. And his being dumb was being caused by a demon. I think we noticed that several in the book of Matthew. Here again, this man was blind and dumb. And his being blind and dumb was not as a result of uh, maybe he was born like that. Or maybe he had an infection that just worsened over time. And, and um, he lost his sight. And then... Um, was then not able to speak. No, this condition was caused by demonic possession. So it's possible. It's possible. 
So then a demon possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak. And I, I think the, the last time we read this, I, I had to concede that, okay, so we have to agree that it is also possible that the man was already blind and dumb or couldn't speak and then became demon possessed. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is also possible. But if I understand the way it is as we are reading it, it looks like it looks more like the demonic possession has a hand in his being blind and dumb. Then a demon possessed man who was blind and who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. He healed, you see, it, he healed the man so that he could both speak and see. He could both speak and see. How will Jesus have? healed the man he would have had to cast out the demon so yes doctors listening in this morning there are ailments you are trying to treat that are beyond the physical they are beyond somebody just having an infection or they are beyond the cures of 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 drugs of medicine uh, this particular one was being caused by a demon so Jesus would have healed this man primarily first of all by casting out this demon. This demon would have to go first. It would have to go first before, before this man would have been healed. Okay, so he healed the man so that he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David the Messiah? Could it be after all he had did, he had done? And that was why Jesus kept on telling people, don't tell them about my, my healings. Okay? Because I think if it was more about his messages, it, more about what he was preaching, John the Baptist did not do any single miracle. Um, I think this would have been a bit different. But as soon as the miracles came in, Yes, it attracted the crowd. It helped him reach by far more people. But the people began to pay more attention to the miracles. They were still asking, could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? He said, but when, when the Pharisees heard about the miracles, they said, no wonder he could cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan. Can you imagine? He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. There are versions that use Belzebub here. For him to get his power from Satan, he would have had to be possessed by that demon, by Satan. So Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, verse 25, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcist? What about your own exorcist? They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you 
have said. So, the exorcists at this time, how would they have been casting out demons? They would have been casting out demons in the name of the Lord. They were just not using the name of Jesus. They would have been casting out demons by the help of the Holy Spirit, even in the Old Testament. <laughs> so, Jesus says, if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They too cast out demons, says, uh, so they will condemn you for what you have said. Verse 28, but if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, you see that? So even they would have had to cast out demons by the Spirit of God. Jesus says, if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. 29, for who is for who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods, only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Jesus was telling them simply, I am stronger than Beelzebub. Uh -huh. Yes, right? Uh -huh. The only way I can plunder his house, the way, only way I can collect this man who is both you know, um, dumb, and blind the only way i can collect him from this demon is because i am stronger and big lessons for us so for those of us who do deliverance <laughs> you have to become stronger and the only when i say stronger of course it's not physically you have to know who you are in christ the strength the power the authority that you now have in christ that's the only way you will be able to cast out demons. Since then, I plunder is out. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. In other words, even though they thought that they were, they were spiting Jesus here, yeah, the words that they were speaking were, were actually more an accusation at the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was saying this will never be forgiven. And even the first time when this was done, you could visibly see that Jesus was angry. He was angry. And you can tell here also that he is angry. You see, he said, look, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. This one that you, you guys just did. It will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks and who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven. If you guys abused me, it was fine. It will be forgiven. He says, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never, will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. So, Pharisees, your case is settled. You will not be forgiven. Jesus was simply saying. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? In other words, they were bad trees. How can you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. What is in your heart is what determines what you say. If you pay attention to what is, is in your what is in your heart, I'm telling you, you will you will become a good tree. He says, 
for whatever is in your heart. Jesus says, determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. You see that? The heart is what determines what the life is doing, what the life becomes. It is determined from the heart. A good person produces good things, produces it from the good, from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil, evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will be will either acquit you or condemn you. I pray for you. Your words will not condemn you in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow, I didn't realize Matthew chapter 12 is this long. So we might stop on Matthew chapter 12 and not bother to go to 13. Since one day, so let's move on to verse 38. One day, some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to show us a miracle. We want us sorry, we want you to we we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove your authority. Eh? His works, what they were seeing, eh, were not enough proofs of his authority. They wanted a demonstration, they wanted an amuse, they wanted Jesus to amuse them. <laughs> He said, uh, the teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove your authority. Casting out the demons from a man who is blind and dumb was not enough. Even raising the dead was not enough. In other words, that was not what they were interested in. See, but Jesus replied, only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the heart for three days and three nights. So actually, he gave them the sign. They didn't just realize he was telling them about the sign that they were, they were going to receive. Says the people of Nineveh will stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. Condemn it. For they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here. But you refuse to repent, sadly. He says the queen of Sheba, the queen of Sheba, Sheba visited David, right? Will also, will also stand up against this generation on judgment day. I'm sorry, Solomon, she, the queen of Sheba was to Solomon. Will also stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. For she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now someone greater than Solomon is here, but you refuse to listen. What an evil, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest for, uh, but finding none, then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds it, its former home empty, swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be that will be the experience of this evil generation. This evil generation, Jesus is saying, they are <laughs> they are possessed by an evil spirit. Okay, of course you have to agree that Satan was working in the background with for some of these things. Let's look at Jesus's true family. Uh, as Jesus was speaking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside. 
asking to speak to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are standing outside and they want to speak to you. His brothers would have included James and Jude. Okay? He says, Jesus asks, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, look, these are my mothers. There was no woman among his... Anyway, okay. So, among his apostles, at least among his inner caucuses, caucus, there, were, there was no woman among them. But I'm sure it would have been possible that among his disciples, there were women. Okay? So, Jesus said, look, uh, this he pointed to his disciples, not necessarily his apostles, so we have to agree it's possible that there were women among them, the disciples. Look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and mother. In other words, I'm franchised to the whole world. I am available. I belong to the whole world, not just to this family I'm born into. Everyone who does, who does, anyone who does the will of God becomes my brother, becomes my sister, becomes my mother. Hallelujah. All right. So in Matthew chapter 13, we see Jesus teach about his teachings begin again. And then we see teachings about several parables. I think I would prefer us to take this tomorrow. Um, the parables are quite much. Okay. But it will be interesting to take all of this tomorrow. Now, all right, let's wind, 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 wind this up. Um, and just discuss what just happened with Jesus and the Pharisees. You will agree with me that, look, this was more about jealousy. They were jealous of Jesus. They were jealous of him, and so they were ready. They were ready to, to tell lies. They were ready to even be influenced by demons. They didn't care by the fact that the power of God... They could see the fruits from his life, but they didn't care about that. They could see the work that he was doing. Majority of the work that he was doing, many of them had never seen it before. They didn't care about all that. All they cared about, all they cared about was their own reputation. Their own reputation and what, what the people were saying. Now the people were saying, is this Jesus? Is Jesus really the Messiah, the son of David, and they were afraid. And that's for me, is an encouragement for us to be very careful with jealousy, to be very careful at measuring ourselves against one another. Big lessons for us this morning. Be very careful about measuring ourselves against one another. The Bible says those who do things like that are fools because each one of us have our own assignment God wants us to fulfill so there is no absolutely no need there is absolutely no need for us to have to measure ourselves against one another absolutely no need so Jesus condemns these people he tells them that look the people of Nineveh will condemn them the queen of Sheba we condemn them. 
because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. They repented or they came to see the wisdom of Solomon. And now someone with by far greater wisdom than Solomon was here doing miracles, preaching, and they refused him. I pray this morning that jealousy will not enter our hearts so that we see the truth and then we are, we, we are condemning it or castigating, castigating it. I pray this morning, Lord, help us not to be jealous. Help us to become true, true members of your family. As we read in the last verses, you said your mother, your brothers, your sisters are those who do the will of God. Help us to be doers of your will. Help us to be doers of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone listening in this morning. Lord, deliver us from jealousy. Yes, Lord. Deliver us from competing with one another. Help us to do your will, O God. And let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.